0: Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast. And yes, you saw from the title that we are gonna be talking some politics here. With that being said, I'm gonna take it from an angle that I believe is from a common ground where we can all agree that there's a problem, and then I'm just gonna you know, give my thoughts on what a potential solution may be. As a former engineer, I've always been taught, yeah, it's good, you want to identify problems. In fact, that's your job as an engineer problems are job security for an engineer because if there's no problems out there, then what do you need engineers for? But my point here is that, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and complain about the issue, the problem, and then not offer any sort of potential solution. Is it going to be the perfect solution? I'm not gonna proclaim that. What I am going to proclaim, though, is that I'm pretty sure it's logical. I'm pretty sure that you know, the, the general pathway, it would make sense in solving this problem. That again, the premise being Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, Green Party, fill in the blank party. I think we all agree on the common ground that the problem with money in politics is just a problem. You hear about special interests, you hear about lobbyists, you read one article about one side of the aisle, and oh, well, that's interesting that they had some sort of you know, influenced by somebody, you know, in the shadows. Oh, and then it's the other side of the aisle. They're all of a sudden having, you know, issues because of, you know, one thing or another. And I get it, it's kind of a a catchy phrase now, some politicians out there, we gotta get money out of politics. We gotta get, you know, we should be doing this and we should be doing that. And this is where I disagree with some, hey, I'm all for, like I said, common ground, I, I agree with them. I agree with the overall idea that you gotta get money out of politics because all that does is create all kinds of gray area. And I don't like gray area. I'm a big fan of black and white. Let's just try to keep things as clear cut as possible. So let's just kind of break this down. And like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say this is the perfect solution, but I, I think this, in my mind at least, it makes a whole lot of sense. So let's just say that, and we'll go with an analogy here, and because the Super Bowl is coming up, let's say that you wanted Tom Brady, who, if you're not a, a American football fan, he is the quarterback of the New England Patriots. Let's say that you wanted him to just have a terrible game. I mean, as the quarterback, you wanted him to just play terribly because you want the the Rams, who you know their opponent, you want them to win. So what happened? So, so in other words, you want to influence Tom Brady, right? So what happens if I said, okay? and I don't know, let's just just think of a number, $50 billion, and you have $50 billion, and you go and you you pay Bill Belichick, so the head coach, $50 billion. I hope you're saying, wait, wait a second. I understand why you would do that because he is the head coach of Tom Brady, but how exactly is that going to influence Tom Brady if you want Tom Brady to play bad? Sure, maybe the coach can call bad plays. Sure, the coach can do this, that, and the other, but Tom Brady's a good player. So, I mean, he could, that, that doesn't seem to be the wisest way to go about it, right? Because if you wanna influence the quarterback, who do you think you should influence? Or who do you think you should pay that $50 billion to you? Probably the quarterback, right? Like I said, I, I'm not trying to insult anybody's intelligence, but I wanna make sure that we're all on the same logic chain here. So now why would you wanna influence the quarterback? Well, because the quarterback has a whole lot of power. The quarterback has a whole lot of influence over the game. If you can influence the quarterback in the sport of football, things are not gonna turn out very well for the team of the quarterback that's been influenced. So again, it'd make no sense to go and pay the 50 billion to the head coach because the head coach, he's got a little bit of influence. I mean, but if you wanna get the direct, you have to go to the person who has the ultimate power in the situation, and that would be the quarterback when he's got the ball in his hands. So power, that's where you go. You go to where the power is, hence why people are paying politicians, because politicians are in powerful spots, right? Now, of course, uh, we have you know the government with checks and balances, but at the core, you understand politicians—they—they they, they hold a lot of sway, and especially if you watch, you know, the, the Hollywood movies out there or the TV shows. I'm sure some of that's exaggerated. But yeah, you've seen such and such making deals in the background, and oh, you do that, and you know, I'll scratch my back. If you, and and everything is just very, very shady, very sketchy, and all those special interests, all those corporations, all those. Fill in the blank of somebody that is trying to influence a politician with money or some sort of favor, why are they actually going to that politician? Well, as we've established, because that politician has power. So if you want to influence something, you need to go to the person that has power over that something. I'm not proclaiming any of this is rocket science or some great discovery. And again, I'm not trying to insult your intelligence, but I just want to make sure, sh- you know, try to get across that in my mind, It's not really that complicated of a problem to solve. But in order to solve it, we gotta identify why it's happening. So what's happening is, well, because people want something to change. They wanna influence something. So therefore, the the common sense approach would be, well, let's go and, and influence the person that has the power over whatever it is we want to influence. Back to the football analogy, if we want the New England Patriots to play really bad, how could we do that? Well, let's go after the person with probably the most power in the game. Who would that be? Well, the quarterback of the New England Patriots, Tom Brady. Let's pay him off to do really bad, and all of a sudden, we've influenced the situation because he's got all the power. And that's what the government represents. The government is the quarterback. But let's just say that for whatever reason, um, we we just took away all the power from the government. So think about that. The government, they have zero, zero power. Now, that's not what I'm suggesting suggesting that we should do, but think about it. The government now has zero power. Why would a special interest, why would a lobbyist, why would anybody go and pay the government if the government has no power? That would be stupid, right? That would be like paying the head coach. Yeah, I, I could see why you may wanna go that route, but if you actually stop and think about it, that that's not gonna actually accomplish what you wanna do. You wanna go straight to the power source. But if the power source is not the government, then why? Then, then you wouldn't pay the government. You wouldn't, pay, you wouldn't care about the politicians because, well, they don't have any power. So in my mind, that is the solution. You take away the power from the government and you give it back to the people and you let the people dictate the system. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Now, do am I saying that the government needs to be totally powerless? No, but what do I think the government should do? Just imagine this, what happens if the government Build us some roads, good. Protected us, good. If my hedge, if my house catches on fire, I prefer not to be out trying to put it with like the fire hose or a bucket of water. So you know, you know, local governments and such, state governments, they're providing services such as police and, and firemen and, and that stuff. But besides that, I can't really think of much other good use for the government. And I mean, I suppose if somebody wants to try to influence. Uh, you know, the the military to, oh, we'll, we'll buy our product and we'll pay you this much. And okay, at the end of the day, like I said, this is not necessarily the perfect solution, but you know what, if, what, if somebody gets influenced a little bit to pay for a, a fighter jet that's still really cool, that's gonna actually protect us, that's great. Now you may be thinking, well, Clay, you didn't mention anything about social security. You didn't mention anything about uh, Medicare. You didn't mention any of the entitlement programs. Well, my thought here on that is that if, all that stuff is really expensive and it becomes that much more expensive because the government is not very efficient. And I've talked about this in past podcasts, but when you have, I can't remember what it was, but I remember talking about a coffee cup or something that the Air Force bought, so, I don't know, something in the government, they paid like a thousand bucks for a coffee cup. No, I mean, when you have trillions of dollars, it's a, it's the drop in a bucket. But the point is, that's not very efficient. If you were at a private company and somebody found out you did that, uh, I don't think you'd have a job very long. But my point here is that when the government is small, there isn't, it's not very expensive to run. And when the government's not very expensive to run, then the taxes don't have to be that much at all. I'm not saying that we should have zero taxes. I am more than happy to pay for taxes, and I've talked about this before. But if the taxes are much smaller, which they would be if you had, a, a government, a small government, and again, why are we having a small government? Well, to take the power away from the government, and why are we taking the power away from the government? Well, because when you take the power away from the government, then nothing, can, nobody can be influenced because people with money are not going to go to something that doesn't have the power. I mean, if so, I, hopefully you can all agree on that logic, and I, I don't, I don't think any of that is illogical. So again, it's not that I want to shrink the government, but uh, government because well, my point is though. Well, what about when I get old? Well, th- yeah, what about when you get old? That, that I mean, you have more money now. Right? Because you don't have nearly as many taxes. And you know what? Not only do you have more money, but prices are going to be much more competitive. And I'll explain, you know that in a little bit here. But lower prices and you have more money in your pocket because you're not getting, you know, tax for this, that and the other. So why couldn't you save some? Why why can't you set some money aside for uh, for uh, you know when you get older and all and all that? Why why can't you afford some sort of uh, healthcare for yourself? Now you're saying, well, geez, healthcare is expensive. Do you want to know why it's expensive? Because there's too many there's too many fingers now getting intermixed. If you just pulled everything away from healthcare, let's just say you pulled everything away from everything except you know the military build me some roads, you know put my house out if it catches on fire, then the amount of extra money that everybody's going to have is going to give you plenty of choices. Plus, when companies don't have all these rules and regulations and all this on them, guess what? Their costs go down. So if their costs go down, that means they can offer you lower prices. Well, no, they're just gonna jack up prices. No, no, they're not. Do you wanna know why? Because there's another company that wants to crush them. There's another company that wants to kick them in the face. How are they gonna crush that other company? How are they gonna kick that other company in the face? Well, by getting your business. How are they gonna get your business? By raising prices? No, they're gonna lower prices. They're going to, well, go ahead, company X. Wow, No no regulations now? They're saving a bunch of money and they're gonna raise prices, That go for it. I'm happy with lowering prices, I'll undercut you. And that company may come back and say, well, geez, we're not getting any business. Why aren't we getting any business? Oh, because that other company offers the same exact thing we do and they're offering less. No wonder why all those people are going to that company. That's how a market works. Now, who's dictating that? Who is kind of making that other company basically get kicked in the face? It's us, the people. When we're given the power to make our own choices and everybody chooses the lower price, well, then the other company has kind of two choices. They can either go out of business or they can lower their prices and get more competitive, hence a competitive environment. But things get too gray when governments are big, and when governments are big, that means they have the power. And when governments have the power, that means money is going to go to that power to influence it. Now, maybe you're thinking, okay, but Clay, what happened? I mean, there, there's no regulations. There, there, are you saying that there's no? No, just rhetoric. here's an example. Let's say that. Let's just think about it. I don't like offshore drilling. I think it's terrible. I think that it is just, and and you know what? I'm not saying you're wrong at all. That is totally, I understand where you're coming from. But let's just say that, I don't know, company XYZ is drilling and they are just, I mean, they're doing all sorts of sketchy things. Which brings me, okay, sketchy as in how? Like, how do you define sketchy? Well, I would define sketchy as What does the market tell you? What are, what is the power players telling them? And who are the power players in this situation? We the people. So if enough people think that the company is doing something sketchy, guess what? They're not gonna purchase their oil. They're not gonna purchase fill in the blank of whatever service, whatever product they're offering. And you know what happens? If not, if nobody, we the people don't purchase from that because whatever they're doing is sketchy, then, they have two choices. they can either stop being sketchy and change their ways or they're just going to go out of business. So for us the people, we've just totally influenced that situation. Just another random example. Well you need to have a government to enforce uh, you know I, I, you know racism. let's say that a company it, it you know they're just out there and they're saying no, we're not going to hire you if you're black you know let's just say that that is. I will I can't speak for everybody. I'm gonna speak for myself. If that got out there, I don't need some government official. I don't need some government regulation to be like, hey, that's messed up. You have to hire black people. No, I don't need anybody to tell me that. If I knew a company was doing that, sorry, I'm not gonna purchase your product. Sorry, I'm not gonna purchase your service. That's messed up. And I don't really think I'm like some sort of white or knight in shining armor. I'm pretty sure that probably like nine, I don't know, 99% of the population would be like, that is messed up. You're sitting there telling you're sitting you don't hire black people, fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy from your service. I'm not gonna purchase your product. And you know what that happens to that company? Well, they have two choices. Cause the power players have spoken. We the people, they can either change that policy, or they can just simply go bankrupt because nobody is purchasing their product, purchasing their, you know, their service. Was the government needed for any of that? No. It's just people and what defines sketchy what defines well that that's where the people if sure you may think something is sketchy but if enough people don't think it's sketchy and they keep purchasing well it is what it is and i get it maybe that upsets you a little bit but that's just i mean that the market is spoken now if you want to go out there and try to rally up something and, and try to influence it by you know creating enough people to, to not purchase something that that's fine but at the end of the day if somebody is doing something just absolutely terrible because in the spirit of, well, what about no regulations? Then it's a self-correcting situation. Healthcare, well, if there's no healthcare, then all those companies are going to, you know, they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that. No, they're not, because here's the thing. If a company knows what other, other, what other companies are doing and they're like, well, I, I wanna actually, I wanna get ahead. Can we make tweaks? Yeah, you can make tweaks and and those tweaks are gonna be geared towards grabbing consumers and grab taking away business from other people or offering services to other people. You know, the, the pre, pre-existing pre conditions and all that. I, I am not the smartest person, but I guarantee if it went to totally zero regulations, then there would be companies out there like, okay, how, how can we structure the numbers? How can we structure things so we can help out Pre-existing conditions because there is a marketplace for those people. How can we, and I don't want to use the word, but that's kind of what's, how can we exploit the situation? Exploit as in offer those people a solution. And of course they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. They're doing it for profit, but hey, at least they're offering those people a, a solution. And when you have that, that's that, That's what a free market is all about. Now I get it. The, the, the counter argument Warren could be, well, Clay, why don't we just, make rules for mon- for the for the special interest. why don't we just put in rules for the lobbyists? Why don't we just put in regulations so that this money we can just keep it out? Did you are, do you hear what you're saying? Are you telling me more rules, more regulations? Do we trust the government to actually be able to do that and enforce that? They're terrible at that. To me that just is more cost and still, the power is still in the government. So who's ever putting together those rules, who's ever putting together those those policies, you could could better believe there's gonna be all sorts of money pouring into it. And I get it, there's already stuff that exists right now. You have caps and you have this and you have that. But if you just took power away from those people in the first place, then you wouldn't need anything in the first place because well, why am I gonna go spend money with people that don't have any power at all? I get it, 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 and and, you know, at the surface, okay, yeah, why don't we just put in more rules, more regulations, but me personally, that's just more expenses, and that goes back to, well, when there's more more expenses for the government, well, then that means they have to tax me more. They have to tax you more, and when then you factor in kind of the salt in the wound that you know that they're not very efficient as a whole anyways, so now I'm getting taxed and giving my money to people that aren't very efficient with it, and then a lot of it gets lost, a lot of it gets you know paid, just, I would prefer to just, you know what, give me the power, give me as many choices as I want and when I have more choices and more money in my pocket and companies have less expenses, then well, that's, that's good for everybody and that's the way that for me, you just totally eliminate the whole worry about money, corruption, influence. And yes, I know, politicians, you know, that we gotta get it out, we gotta get it out. But you ask them to actually sacrifice, and, and their their solution is always a higher cost. More regulations, oh, we'll do this, or, or we'll do that. And okay, you haven't really done anything, you've just kind of rearranged to where the power could potentially be. But the power is still not in the, the, the people's hands. The power is it's been shifted around, but it has, it hasn't you know the, the core issue hasn't been taken away from. So think about it. If the government has no power and we give it back to the people, where is the special interest? Where are the lobbyists going to take that money? How are they gonna, who are they going to try to influence us? So how are they going to try to influence us by offering us the best prices? Cool new technology, great customer service, they're going to try to exploit every little nook and cranny of the market because, okay, well, such and such doesn't wanna, and I'll go back to the you know, healthcare, such and such doesn't wanna offer anything to pre, pre-existing conditions or pre-existing, uh, yeah, conditions. Okay, well, how? There, there's gotta be a way that we can make this work. And, and, and like I said, I don't know how off the top of my head, but there's some really smart people out there. And when you incentivize people with maybe some profit, I bet they could come up with a solution that would work. You're, well, another, well, Clay. If there's no regulations, and you could have monopolies. You're not going to have a monopoly. Why? Because businesses are competing against one another. So if you know uh, I offer a product and it's very similar to somebody else's, or you know, just you know, in a very, very tight. At the end of the day, let's say that there is a monopoly. Well, I, I don't know what this is. There, there's a monopoly on wooden blocks, and for some reason, you know, wooden blocks. Uh, are, are almost, you know, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty important. And there's a monopoly. So theoretically, could that company just keep raising the prices on the wooden blocks? Yup, and we'd have to go to them for wooden blocks and they'll raise prices and we'll have to go to them for wooden blocks. But here's the thing, yeah, theoretically that could happen. But practically, it's gonna reach a point where it's like, you know what? I don't really need that wooden block. I'll figure out something else. Or hey, look, you know, that other company just started and yeah, it's not quite a wooden block, but you know what? It's actually, I'm, i don't. maybe it's not even as good as a wooden block, but for the price of the wooden block, I'll gladly pay for that price, because it's way less, and maybe even if it's not as good, then, but, but still, I'll pay the lower price. Again, all fear, oh, you're gonna have monopolies. You're gonna, have, no, you're not. No, you're not. Things work itself out. Markets that are free, are gonna work themselves out. And everything else is just scare tactics. Again, I'm not saying that prices wouldn't necessarily go up if there was some monopoly, but everybody's got their breaking point. And if we the people say, yeah, you know what? That's not even worth it anymore. Then the company now has two choices. The wooden block company can either say, well, we're gonna lower our prices because nobody's buying our wooden blocks anymore. Or they're gonna say, no, we're just gonna keep our wooden blocks at the same. But if nobody's buying, then they're going bankrupt. They will be going out of business. So we, if you, but what do you, we have the power. If we actually had the power to influence all that sort of stuff, the world would be a a much easier place and it would be a much cheaper place too. I mean, think about it. Think about if you, you know, your your taxes were just so much lower or who knows, maybe for some didn't even have taxes. I don't know, like I said, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the exact blueprint but maybe some people, if you're below a certain level, you don't pay any taxes at all. So not only do you not pay any, ta- you know, your, your paycheck. If you make a thousand bucks a week, let's say you get $990 a week. That would be pretty nice. What the $10 would go for, I don't know. The point is that when governments are less big, they are less expensive. When things are less expensive, you don't need as much money. When you don't need as much money, hey, you don't have to tax people as much. And when you don't have to tax people as much, that puts more money in their pocket, and then they can go around and choose what they want to do with that money. They can put it in a savings account for well retirement, for well maybe future health uh, you know issues. They can use that money for why well, I got I got to get some health care. But again, let's say the companies wouldn't offer it. I mean, companies are because they want to make things. They want to incentivize people to come and work for them. And a great way to get that is to, uh, you know, offer health insurance. But even if, let's say, there's, I mean, there would be more health insurance. That's the thing is because, uh, by by definition, the job market isn't of itself a market. So if I'm competing with somebody else and because I want you to work for me, then you know what? How, how can I get? How can I get? I want Billy Bob. He's really good how can I get Billy Bob? Because I know Billy Bob's looking at me and two other companies. Oh wait, those other companies don't offer health insurance? They don't offer health insurance because they're, they don't want to deal with regulations and, or, or they, they just, well, there's no regulations that say they have to offer it, so therefore they're not. So, well, you know what? If I offer health insurance, I'm gonna get Billy Bob. That would give me a whole lot of leverage. So all of a sudden I'm offering health insurance because I want Billy Bob to work for me because I know that Billy Bob is going to produce more for the company than what it would cost me to offer him health insurance. That's just good old fashioned economics and business math right there. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you offer something to somebody if you know that person is valuable enough to not only recoup your costs but then go up above it? That's just a good return on investment. And there's no regulations needed. If somebody wants to not offer health insurance because there's not a regulation that says it has to be offered, then fine. But if I want that person, I know how to do the math, and if it's worth it, I, I will do it. And you know what? It's always going to be worth it because when you have it, in, when you're in a competitive environment, you got to find those advantages. So just something to think about. Like I said, I'm not saying it's uh, it's uh, flawless, but in my mind, yeah, there is a massive problem with money and politics. But the only reason why money flows into politics is because politicians have all the power. So if you took the power away from the politicians, gave it back to the people, now, though, now that money has to flow to the people. It's gotta try to lobby the people. It's gotta try to influence the people. And how do you influence the people? How do you influence the population you know, from a lobbyist perspective? Gotta offer good prices. You gotta offer cool technologies. You gotta offer good customer service. And that's how you influence the people because if people think you do a good job with prices and product and services and all that, well then the people will speak and they'll speak with that extra money that they have by purchasing the product, services or whatever you are offering. So just get the lobbyist out of Washington and, and you don't need rules to do it. You just need to just say, you know what government, sorry. You don't get to decide this, that and the other. You don't get to dictate that, that and that. No, not anymore. We're gonna shrink. We're gonna take the power away and uh, we're just gonna let the market be the market and give the power back to the people. So let me know your thoughts. Maybe you highly disagree, um, but uh, if you do disagree, hey, that's fine. Let me know what you, your solutions uh, would be. And I'm like I said, I'm assuming we can all agree that there's a problem. So when I say solution, that would be to the problem that I, I'm guessing we can agree to. But I look forward to, to hearing from you. Those are just my thoughts. And uh, yeah, let me know uh, your thoughts. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself